Hey, uh, yeah, we've all been like really busy this week. Um, I mean, Cameron's not even conscious right now. Uh, so yeah, we didn't really have time for an intro. Uh, enjoy this week's episode. get Kirk Cameron I can see if I know someone who knows him I could just message him on Instagram hey we love your movie we talked about it on our podcast (laughs) don't listen to the episode though (laughs) just just know that we loved it (laughs) just know we loved it we loved it it's why is the name of your show I'd like a refund if you if it's movies that you like don't worry about that it's a workshop title yeah, don't worry about it. We're still figuring things out. Um, and speaking of, welcome to this week's edition of the I'd Like a Refund podcast. Of course, I am your host, Ryan. Joining me, as always, we have Cameron. Cameron, what's good, buddy? How you doing? Oh, man. You know what they say? Life could be a dream. Wait. Life could be a dream? Ba-do-ba-do-ba-do-ba. You know what I mean? Isn't that the song by like Frank Sinatra or something? What are you doing right now? Yeah, I'm, I'm, it's, I'm are you just, just, are you crooning? Are you trying to croon right now? Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know about trying. I am. Okay, well, I mean, it's everybody needs to try something at some point. So, yeah, that's what um. college is for. <laughs> Joel's here too. Joel, <laughs> how do you follow that up? I follow that. I, I mean, I don't have anything uh, to follow that up with, but no. I'm doing good. Good. If you were, if you were gonna ask, I was. Oh, are you asking. Superman? I'm. You're I'm doing no good, Superman. I'm doing. Cameron, I know I the difference between doing good and doing well. Uh huh. I have better grammar than you ever That's will. That's true. That is absolutely That's true. That's literally not true. It's literally not. It is literally true. It's literally not true. I studied it, English it, in college. So. I, I know, which is baffling to me. <laughs> <laughs> My grammar is excellent. So um, No, but for real, um, I actually, Ryan, yeah. um, you always ask us how we're doing. So I just want to say, how are you in as few words as possible? <laughs> and we're saying like less than one. That was excellent. Okay. Yeah. I'm glad Thank to you. hear it, dude. Yeah. <laughs> that makes me happy. I'm happy to help. I'm happy to happy to meet the quota that we need to make sure that Ryan, your background's different fine. this week. Yeah. I'm on, yeah. On the road Today you're week. from Mexico. Yeah. I'm in Tijuana. Okay. Well Wait, are you really? I'm gonna head out, guys. No. <laughs> oh, I was <laughs> gonna say a little too racist for me. No, you know where I am. He's Filipino, okay? He doesn't really I'm in the I'm in Indianapolis. He's in Indianapolis. Oh really? Indianapolis, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's right in the middle of Maryland. I don't think Cameron understands. Cameron doesn't understand that bit. Are you gonna go watch it. a football game this weekend? There's football everywhere in the country. But yeah, no. but there's a lot of football on the East Coast. I'm not on the East Coast. I thought you said you were in Maryland. Oh my no. god! You don't understand the bit. I Boo. don't. I don't. I'm dumb. No. So do you remember? You know March Madness, obviously. You know yeah. how there's always those commercials with Spike Lee and Sam Jackson and uh, Charles Barkley? Yeah. So there's one. Joel, you know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, Indianapolis. There's the, there's the one where Charles Barkley is 
driving and he goes, hey, we're almost here. And they see a sign for Annapolis, Maryland. And they're like, why are we in Annapolis? And he goes, because that's where the games are, in the Annapolis. And he's like, no. And Sam Jackson's like, Indianapolis. He's like, oh. Uh, okay, so you're in yeah. Indianapolis. Yeah, dude. You yeah, why this. would he? So are you oh. going to go to the Colts game? Absolutely not. No. No, I'm busy. I got. Did you ever go see here. Peyton Manning play? Ever? Oh, yes. yeah, a ton of times. Dude, he saw Peyton Manning a ton of times. I yeah, a lot. You. I was at the game. I would have given. You, you obviously know how like Peyton Manning... His big bugaboo when he was with the Colts that he couldn't beat the Patriots. Yeah. I was at the playoff game here in Indianapolis when they finally beat the Patriots and went to the oh. Super Bowls. The year they won the Super Bowl. I was there. I would. Man, that is one of the things that makes me so sad is I never saw Peyton Manning play a game in real life. Yeah, I got to see him play a lot. That's he so great. sad to me. Peyton Manning's incredible. That was my favorite NFL player of all time. We support the Mannings on this podcast. Did you guys he's, watch the? He's still alive. Did you guys watch the Monday Night Football with him and his brother? No, like, I've seen clips last though. week like, or this so week. So funny. Twitter posts a ton of clips. I, so it was on the other day. I went to go pick up wings on Monday night. Um, Where'd you get them from? Wings and things. Well, I guess it's nice. called Epic Wings. Um, but and they had that broadcast on, and it was fun, and it seemed fun. But like, I'm of the of the mindset where like. When I'm watching a sporting event, like I like it to feel like I'm there. Like I like to hear the crowd and all that stuff. And I feel like because of the way the audio is mixed for that one, because yeah. it's more about the commentary, like you don't really get that feel. It's more of a like, hey, you're watching the game with some friends, which is cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I do prefer like I like hearing the crowd get loud and all that yeah. stuff, you know. My- Did you ever watch those ESPN broadcasts where they would have like Bill Walton as one of the one like they'd have like a group of like six people sitting around some couches and just talking shop during the game. One of them was Bill Walton. Did you ever see any of those? No, no. but that sounds very Bill Walton. No, there was one where uh, he was dressed as Uncle Sam for the whole game, and they were just like tossing like a Nerf football around. And at one point, he just goes, "I like to get high." <laughs> just like I was like, "Oh, Bill, no, this is a Disney Channel." My dad said it really well, and he said, "I'd love watch. I'd love to watch the, them uh, commentate, unless it's my team playing." You know. Yeah, that's oh, a good. Oh yeah, because when it. it's your t- yeah, because when it's your team, you want to be fully invested. Yeah, there you yeah. go. Yep, mm-hmm. that's it. Yeah, yeah, and so you know, it's really interesting. Which like, is exactly what Monday Night was for me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's I. It's really interesting to hear Peyton Manning like call out the plays and like the defense like as it's my favorite. And- my favorite thing so far. Uh, well, there's two. My favorite thing from those telecasts, the first one was week one where the Raiders were on. And after their first pass <laughs> attempt, he goes, yeah, that looks like a 6-11 on team right there. I'm just like, oh, my God, fucking Peyton. But last week, he, I think he called that it was going to be a play-action pass, uh-huh. and then they ran the ball. And Eli says to him, good call, Romo. <laughs> and even they got Peyton a break, and – I think those broadcasts are they doing that every week? Because yeah, yeah. honestly, yeah. that would I've been too bit I've been too busy the last two Mondays to watch, but that would get me to watch. I would watch their broadcast at least yeah, for a little bit. I probably wouldn't watch the whole game. They're but very I'd watch inter- for a little bit. He had Pat McAfee on uh in the fourth yeah. quarter and they were talking about zone. like roulette they were talking about like a story of like that story no the story where they went to a a story when they went to the French Lick Indiana casino. McAfee got invited to go golfing with Peyton and a couple other players. Yeah. Uh, his rookie year, and they went to the casino in French Lake, and McAfee's playing, I think, the craps table, and 
you know, uh, everybody's just playing, doing whatever. He's putting some money down on a couple different numbers, and Peyton walks into the casino, and it was like Jesus walked in because um, <laughs> everybody was so excited to see him. Uh, and Ma- and uh, Manning just, how about that red 18 over there? And McAfee <laughs> moved all of his chips to red 18, and then everybody else at the t- table moved all their chips to red 18, then they spun the wheel and the ball landed on red 18. Nobody <laughs> <laughs> won. It's like an all-time story. It's incredible. He did, Pat McAfee used to do stand-up out here in Indianapolis. I don't know if he still does any, but he used to, and he told that story, and that story is incredible. That's like a classic Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning's so awesome. I love Peyton. Yeah, but it's also just one of those stories that it's like Pat McAfee telling it. You know, it's like it's. It was it makes like it even funnier. Yeah, it's like Burt Kreischer's you know the machine mm-hmm. story. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, it's like Chris Pratt saying, I'm a Mario. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I wanted to, <laughs> normally we don't have like predetermined topics we're going to talk about before we start an episode, but this news came out, I think during the Nintendo Direct earlier today. Yeah. I didn't, like I didn't watch the, it. It was around like 3.30. I was on the plane when that was going on, so I didn't see it, but my buddy Steven, a regular listener of the show. He, hey, Steven. Hey, thanks for up, listening. Steven? Hey, man. He, messaged me and he sent me a tweet that had that said illumination is partnering with nintendo right is it illuminations doing it yeah yeah they're partnering with nintendo to make a fully cgi mario movie it's not like the sonic one or the smurfs one where it's live action mixed or the mario one that one one was i don't think there was any cg there was no cgi there was just terrifying goombas yeah um and he told me like the tweet was they're doing this mario movie and the voice cast for this is just absolutely insane. So Chris pa- Chris Pratt is playing Mario. Andy mm, Taylor Joy is playing Princess Peach. That one's oh, great. I don't have yes. any problem with that one. <laughs> um, yeah, that's my new Lola Bunny. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, what was it? Charlie Day is playing Luigi. That's uh-huh. so ridiculous. Jack Black is playing <laughs> Bowser. <laughs> Seth Rogen is Donkey Kong. That's insane. Yeah, my, that one's my favorite. Keegan Michael Key is Toad. Is Toad. That one's the best one. <laughs> yeah, that one's in. That one's incredible. And there's like a. I think like Fred Armisen's playing a character. I don't remember which one he's playing. He's playing one of like the Bowser offshoots or whatever. Well, yeah, Kevin Michael Richardson is the famous voice actor. He's playing Kamek, who's the like the, the wizard. Um, honestly, I still don't believe that that movie's real. Like. <laughs> When he sent me that tweet, I was like, this is fake. Like, there's no way this it's is It's like an April Fool's joke. It's For like, real. Like, yeah. like, like something IGN would pull. Yeah, like, that cast is nuts. Like, right away, Chris Pratt is Mario. You're just like, what? Like, how does that work? Uh, it's just, oh, my God. Like, like it's one of those movies Fred that, Armisen one. Is cranky. I'm just. Yeah, cranky Kong. Said. Cranky I, Kong. Yeah. I'm I just didn't trying... notice. I didn't hear that's what you said. No, I didn't say, I didn't say the character's name. So I'm I just trying I didn't, I didn't, to I imagine. Was, but now I remember, yeah. Like all of them, I'm trying to like I like I can imagine like Anya Taylor Joy as Peach. I can like I can like, but I'm just thinking there's of two, Donkey there's two, Kong. There's two that are. There's I'm just two thinking really Don. I'm thinking Seth Rogen's voice coming through coming through Donkey Kong's face mm-hmm. is just going to absolutely mess me up. There's no like it is just going to fuck with my head so <laughs> badly. I'm gonna be like, no 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 no. <laughs> Did you um? Did you guys ever watch that animated Donkey Kong show? I oh actually did two episodes of a podcast <laughs> with some other friends right. talking about Donkey that Kong Country. Show, I, yeah. I remember you telling me that. That show, 
That show's wild. That man. is one of the worst things I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> yeah. Like that voice actor for Donkey Kong, I don't remember who it is, but he played him like like super beach bummy voice. And then like this Rogan one, it's gonna be like you know what? It actually ties in really well with Seth Rogen with, voicing with a famous movie, yeah. animated character. <laughs> actually, wow, <laughs> that worked out nicely. Um, I don't know what's going to be more believable: uh, Seth Rogen as Donkey Kong or Seth Rogen in the Lion King movie as Pumbaa. And that's the movie that we're going to be discussing for this week's episode. But before we Jack do that, Black two is things. Bowser. I was going to say before we do move on, does anybody else have anything else to say about this Mario movie? Because Jack we, Black is we Bowser. Do, we could do a whole episode just talking about this. Just talking about this. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, no, I mean it's just. It's a crazy cast, and I'm yeah. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I went to Twitter right away, and it was just like all I saw was a bunch of people like, "Aren't people tired of Chris Pratt yet?" Like, "Oh, shut up, just deal with it." You could say that about any major actor that's people out there. To, people it's used like, to say that about uh, Jennifer Lawrence for the longest yeah, time. Yeah, it's like it. That's he's who's in right now. That's just gonna be he's it. Popular. You know? They're gonna put him in movies. Like a movie he, like this. It's like The Rock. You know, The Rock's in how many movies? Every why is The year? Rock not Mario? That's my question. He's that would be sick. I would love no, John no, no. Cena no, Cameron, no, and The Cameron. Rock to be Mario and Luigi. Yes, but in live action. Save yes. them for the live. Save them for the live action. Save for that. Yeah. Oh my God. So wait. So I would actually prefer if Chris is... Pratt voiced Dwayne The Rock Johnson. That would be interesting. Chris Pratt is Dwayne Johnson as Mario. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. That's exactly what I'm thinking. It's Mario's like like all those like down. movie posters that you see nowadays. Like like there's that new uh, Finch movie coming out on uh, Apple TV and it just says Tom Hanks is Finch. yeah and there's like that's like movie posters nowadays it just says like Cameron Tennyson is Finch right <laughs> so Rob Schneider like, is a stapler you, you could just have you just have Chris Pratt is Dwayne Johnson <laughs> <laughs> nice sound effect Ryan thank you um yeah I mean we could talk about this for a long time I have a sneaking suspicion that at, when the movie comes out, we I'm sure we will talk about it again next year, when the show on when we get to that point in the show in 2022 um, Christmas of 2022. Well, the, that's when the movie comes out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Joel, probably when the trailer time. comes out. Honestly, it's time for everybody's it, it, favorite. It is segment. time. The what question? is the question of the week? Who's that? Po- oh, um, all Let's right. Let's take a chew. It's Clefairy. It's Clefairy. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> Okay, question this week. You yeah. guys you guys know what the question is, right? Probably. If you had to guess, what was the question? What's the question? What's our favorite animated Disney Okay, movie? marry okay. one, kill one. Okay, no, <laughs> neither of you. Um, if you could pick any animated film to get a live action treatment, uh, which animated film would it be? And I can even go first if you guys want. Uh, yeah, please do. Okay. The live does action. It have to, oh, does it have to be a Disney one or can, any? Any movie? animated film. Any animated film. So like, my okay. choice would be to see a live action Bugs Life. Um, I think it'd be. Oh, hold on, really? Yes, it would be absolutely stupid. Yeah, it's like how would that work? Just they get can't, they bugs. can't move their they can't move their mouths. Just get bugs. Um, either that or live action ants. <laughs> your kid. Who do you think kid, would win? Bit, right? Who do you think would win in a fight? Who do you think would win in a fight? Michael Eisner or Jeffrey no, Katzenberg? No, close. Dave Foley or Woody Allen. Oh, in a fight? Oh, my God. Um, is Woody <laughs> Allen fighting so fairly? Because we know he doesn't really play by the rules. So, <laughs> Yeah, he, Woody Allen does what he wants, man. Well, that's the way yeah. of putting it. Yeah, that's the polite way of putting it. Um, I would pick Dave Foley. Yeah, probably. Yeah. 
Yeah, Woody Allen's old as shit now, right? Yeah, but he, I think I feel he's like got Woody Allen's Allen's Woody Allen. <laughs> Woody Allen's always been old as shit. That's true. He's just even older now. Um, is your answer really a Bugs Life? Bugs Life. That'd be hilarious. I mean, I hope hilar- one, I, I hope one day they're, they're like they're like Disney presents Bugs Life, and then it's I wonder just if like, they I wonder if they would ever do live action versions of the Pixar movies. I don't think Cardinal so. I should hope not. I don't know. That if was going to be my other answer. <laughs> a live action Cars. <laughs> cars basically is a live so action. Funny. It, that'd be easy though. You just put faces on the cars. It'd be really or easy. or or you don't. And they just they talk they're like just, telepathically. Just cars. There's just you just hear voices coming out of the cars. Oh my god, that would be insane. We could shoot that. You see a green car going to the streets like Kachiga. <laughs> Oh my god! Um, should I go Cameron next? Cameron or Ryan? Who do, who's got one? I'll go next. Okay, Ryan, um, what's up? I think I have a really easy one. It's kind of a cop out answer, uh, but I would like to see it. It'd be Big Hero Six. Mm. Oh, that'd be sick. Yeah, I think that would be really, really good as a live action film. Um, they've already done the movie. They've done the animated television series. They're human characters, so it makes it very easy. I think that, and it's just, it's all, it's just action, like very action packed. Yeah. Like there's other Disney movies that, and other animated movies as well, that like would be cool if you did it that way. But based on reasons that we're going to talk about on this week's episode, I think one where it's actual human characters interacting would probably be for the best. Mm-hmm. And I think it works that one where you could turn that into a live action franchise and nobody would bat an eye at it. Like it would be like, Oh yeah, they could, absolutely. They could redo the first one if they wanted to, or just tell entirely new stories. Whatever. Yeah. I mean, I'm still do. waiting for big hero seven. <laughs> I mean that, that show is tailor made to get a sequel or like they did the TV series. They can make another one. They have comics. It's a, it's a Marvel property technically under the Disney umbrella. That's my answer. Big hero six. Love it. Cameron. Well, um, I think it's actually maybe a little cheating because it's a television show. I think it'd be really cool if they made a movie. Classic Cameron. Out of this. Um, the Leftovers. I think that they were in talks of making this a movie, but I don't think it extra actually ever happens. The uh, Wild Avatar, Thornberries? The Last Airbender. Um, that'd be really cool. It's It's got, you know, like a bunch of lore. It's got a bunch of really great, create, you know, characters and stuff like that. I think this if they were upsetting. to... I think if they were to make a movie out of it, that would be really cool. Who you would know? you get to direct it? Um, whew, that's a good question. Uh, probably uh, PTA. Yeah. <laughs> the Parent Teacher Association. Yeah. Parent yeah, Teacher that makes sense. You wouldn't uh, get M Knight. You wouldn't get M Knight to do it. Um. You know, for the longest time, I thought his name was M Knight, like E M K N I G H T. Oh, okay, yeah. You didn't know it was a M apostrophe or M, M period dot night. Yeah, yeah. Um, I M. don't know. Night. He made That's the movie called he the should Happening. Go by M. Night. Night. <laughs> Meta night. Meta After night, the yeah. happening and old, uh, Ooh, old and is the tough. visit. I don't know if I would trust him with that kind of thing. I, def- I he'd probably do something stupid like change the way the main character's name is said or something like that or make did, everyone white for some reason i don't know did, did you know that i just started watching that for the first time the yeah i saw your thing i saw that on day. twitter yeah yeah i got through the first uh the first season already nice. excuse you you mean the first book yes yeah, sorry first book the water book i apologize well, i'm not a little bitch like joel you can call it season i'm sorry god um, forbid i say that show's really good 
That it is. Really and if good. you like the I, first season, you're in luck because that's the worst one. Yeah, that's what I've been told. I've been told it only gets better. I'm looking forward to it. When I get home, uh, when I finally you know have a day off again, whenever that's going to be, um, I'm going to get back right into it. Um, okay. Those are some good answers. I think uh, I think two of those answers are movies that definitely could be made. <laughs> I don't. If I had to pick a real one, I could do Iron Giant. I that would be fantastic. I was thinking Sausage Party. Would, would Iron Gi- would <laughs> would Iron Giant like himself be animated again? No, or would they make practical. practical. He has to be practical. Be He's either huge. practical or I walk. You're out. Yeah, I'm out. You would you? What if Spielberg did that movie? Okay, I'm in. Yeah, yeah, let's do I'm it. down. He'd be, he would do it. He built the the, the giant is basically so. the giant is basically just a big ET. Basically, yeah, you're right. Like, no, that's not even a bit. Like, <laughs> that's, that's like, actually true. It's yeah, just exactly what it is. Yeah. It's okay, so here's the here's the here's the thing. All right. Here's a, here's a, here's yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> we have Sega over here Sega. with Sega. Idris Whoa. Elba being us. Knuckles. <laughs> yeah, that's can't, sick. Can't wait for that. And then we've got. Am I, am I the only one that saw that Sonic movie? Chris Pratt and Charlie Day is I think yeah, Mario I and it. Luigi. Yeah. Cameron, what? did you see the first Sonic movie? Uh, no, because oh. uh, great. luckily you uh, took that. You yeah. did that for me. Yeah, that movie's great. <laughs> yeah. So. So I don't. Yeah. No. No joke. That's a good movie. So. Still I never saw. I still haven't seen un- Uncut Gems because Cameron bailed on me. It's okay, it's okay, Cameron. It's okay. Ryan uh, Ryan bailed it. on seeing Jaws. I did. I I've apologized multiple times for wow. that. It's okay. I forgive yeah, you. I probably more. apologized for that more times than Cameron apologized for the uncut gems thing. Yeah. I was sick. Okay, that's. I was excuse. working. Okay, well, I I was at I know. was at the movies both times. You no, was. <laughs> well, you, you no, you weren't. At I didn't, uncut no, I didn't gems. go see uncut gems because I told you while we were at work. I actually asked you to send me the ticket, <laughs> and then we, I think it. I think we kind of know. I think him and I talked it over, and we were like, "We'll just go another day." And I was like, "Yeah, okay." We refunded it, and they never spoke again. We never. Yeah, I still haven't talked to Cameron. Yeah, this is actually Look just at us. proxy. We're just thought. editing this together, where you guys are doing your parts separately. Like we're like, in, uh, not like me. In Bill Paxton. <laughs> yeah, Bill Paxton, <laughs> Helen Hunt. Yeah. Can you tell Joel uh, sure. when you edit this together? Um, yeah. that I well, he's going to edit it, so. Did Cameron say something stupid? He hasn't said it yet. Oh. Is he going to say it? Cameron, I'm, we're, the audience What's is up? waiting. The audi- you were going to say for something. What? You said, can you tell Joel when he when you edit this, and then you didn't say anything. Oh, but I miss him. Okay, tell him I miss him. It's cool, yeah. I miss Joel. All right, yeah. Okay. You know, Joel and I were supposed to go see Uncut Gems. Everybody knows this. Yeah. I was also supposed to go. Well, actually, no, we're not. That's cool. I'm on, the other, Ryan, I'm on the other, I'm on the Ryan. other side of the country, and Cameron doesn't miss me. That's cool. Ryan, did you see yeah, Carly? Joel, what's up? Carly Wiesel tweeted, "Is it just me?" Or, or she's like, "You ever just miss the AMC?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or not the, the AMC, light. the ArcLight. Yeah, I saw your response on our official Twitter account. Which go follow us at Refund Pod. We're going to be more active on our Twitter. Yeah, so definitely go check being us out. more active. All I'm saying yep. is that was funny. Yeah. All I'm like saying that. is that it makes sense that ArcLight went out of business. Oh my god! Stop it! Yeah, because there, Arclight. yeah, because there was like three of them, and yep. they sucked. That's wrong, dude. I you can't where say am I? Where else can I go and pay eighteen dollars for a movie ticket with seats that don't you recline know, and you shitty know, popcorn? The arc, the arc light is like somewhat pretentious. I'm surprised you don't love it. Yeah, for real. I'm not pretentious. Okay. 
I'm not. Okay. I sit around in my pajamas I never, and watch football. I never said you were. <laughs> I sit around in my pajamas and watch football. I do. Like a red-butted American that I am. I am. I paint my face every Sunday whether I Honestly, go to the game or not. Speaking of red butts, Rafiki. <laughs> yeah, I guess we should uh I guess we should start getting into I want to uh, do anything but talk about this movie. Okay, well, you could log off. That's Cameron every week. You hate every movie. <laughs> like every That's movie makes you so mad. That's not You get true. really upset. I'm going to be curious to see no, if you hate movie this movie is more than just I do. Boring. It's we so wanna just, boring. We want to get into this now. Let's do it. I Sorry, this is even my movie. Ryan, why would you So, Ryan, why would you pick this movie? Um, okay, so I don't want to dive too deep into this. Yeah. It's something that... No, no, no. Because we got a specific, sponsor, right? No, the specific oh, okay. thing that I'm going to say. <laughs> yeah, we're um, sponsored by John Favreau, so be I don't want to talk say. about like where this movie ranks too much in terms of my favorite animated Disney movies, because we may do a podcast episode about that. Hmm? Think about that. Um, but it's high up there for me, The Lion what, King. Lion King? It's literally yeah. your number one. It was in your top five movies of I was all time. Say, no, it wasn't. We, Yes, it was. No, I didn't put it in there. I didn't do an animated I appreciate film. Appreciate it. Was. It, well, I mean, let's just put this out there. Lion King's the greatest animated film of all time. I would agree. Yeah, I'd agree. Um, um, I, Beauty and the Beast exists. So, it's, I mean, <laughs> oh, I mean, you could pick any of those four that came out in a row for Disney and say Aladdin. that's the best one ever made, and you, people would be like, okay, Lilo I, I get and it. Stitch. Okay, well now you're. I mean, I don't <laughs> want to talk illy about Lilo and Stitch. It's a great movie, but now you're just. Now wow, you're just Ryan's talking illy about Lilo and Stitch. Um, the Great Mouse Detective. Are you done? The Rescuers Down yeah, Under. Yeah, there you go. Are you done now? The Princess and the Frog. Okay, well, you're, now I'm just going to say you're done. Um, Lion, yes, Lion King. King. Okay. Lion King is <laughs> undoubtedly um, in everybody's discussion when it comes to the best Disney animated films. And... In terms of what Disney's doing or did, Fantasia. would you stop? <laughs> There's the proof. Yep. Oh, I did sneak it five. in there. I, oh. I knew it was there. My bad. Um, I forgot. That was a long time ago. Um, anyway, the proof is in. Is it's in the pudding? It's in the pudding. That's true. No, it's um, on the list. So, I forgot where I was going with this already. Now. What is it? Um, do it. So uh, Disney, of course, we all know, is yes, I'm familiar. making a... They went in this route starting with uh, Alice in Wonderland. I don't even... That was, like what, like eight years ago or something like that? That first yeah. one came out? I, don't even remember. I, I wasn't even thinking of Alice in Wonderland. Alice that was I, was the very I think that one. was sooner. I think it was like 2010, wasn't it? What? I was thinking well, that's of, not sooner. I was thinking Cinderella was the first yeah, one, like, but you're like right. It, it came was... Out, came out earlier. Well, I mean, if we want to be real... It was 101 Dalmatians. Technically True. speaking, yes. Yeah, Alice in Wonderland correct. came out in 2010. Oh, wow. That was a long time ago. And then they had the sequel came out like maybe five years ago or something like that. So there's... there. The right glass. The, the 101 Dalmatians with, with Glenn, uh, Close. Glenn Close was the fir- technically the first one. But mm. in terms of like now it's a thing that they are regularly Did you know she doesn't doing. hate dogs? They just accidentally killed her mom. <laughs> the Dalmatians. This is a revenge plot. It is. Um... So they've made it more of a regular thing now in the last like 10 years where all of their successful animated films are getting live action remakes. And 
I mean, we'll run through some real quick. There's the two. Did you hear that too? <laughs> yeah, I heard that. <laughs> I don't know what the, I don't know what that was. <laughs> what just happened there? Um, uh, the, oh, the animated film <laughs> shot. Yeah, there's the two uh, the two Alice in Wonderland movies. There's the Cinderella movie. There's Beauty and the Beast, um, Jungle Book, Aladdin. Aladdin, and Lion King. Am I Pete's Dragon. Pete's oh yeah, Dragon. Pete's Dragon. And then of course Mulan that came out. Mulan. Oh, that's the most recent one. Frozen. Frozen's not live action. The the live action Frozen actually came out before yeah. the animated one. I was gonna say the live action. That's that one's intense. It's called Ice Princess. I can't believe they made a musical. <laughs> no, I'm talking about Frozen. Look Frozen up. There's a live-action Frozen movie. Yeah, but I'm talking about Ice Princess. There is. It's about these two people who get stranded on the skiers. Yeah, yeah, and then they have to kill each other. Yeah, never mind. This is a dumb bit. I'm gonna keep going. Um, (laughs) This dumb bit brought to you by Cameron. Yep. So that's about like that's about like (laughs) ten, ten live-action Disney remakes. I think it's fair to say, uh, fair to say, excuse me, fair to say that, and you guys can correct me if you don't agree. Most of them are. Are we gonna call Maleficent one? Oh, uh, yeah. No, that's an original story. I feel like. So is Cruella's original? Yeah. Okay. I, yeah. I would. I yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's a good. That's a good angle. Yeah. Um. These are li- these are literally just retellings. Let me put this out films. there. I have so seen. So the Wooking, Looking Glass wouldn't be the Wooking Glass. <laughs> okay, let's not mock Ryan. Okay. Well, do you want me to mock you instead? Yeah, I can take it. Are you calling Ryan soft? you're the one that's always soft so i have only seen this lion king movie i think i'm hard and i've i think the first alice in wonderland is the only one of the two that i've seen really you haven't seen any of the other ones no um and and it's funny because there's so many that like they come out and i'm like you know what i'm kind of excited like i can't wait to give this a chance and i just don't see it right is it because you feel similar to where where I feel, and it's that they don't need to exist, so I don't have to go out of my way to see them. Yeah, I definitely feel like they're I... not necessary. I, I definitely think it's, like, with some of the stories, it is an interesting thing to be like, oh, I would be interested to see how this would play out. Because, like, think of, like, a like good example would be Beauty and the Beast, right? Like, mm. there's that movie Beastly with that Vanessa one's, Hudgens. That, one's uni- that one seems universally disliked. If I Right, were, but like, what I'm, like, the point I'm kind of getting at is, like, there's Beastly with, with Vanessa Hudgens, right? So, like, yeah. we see that, that live action. Um, and, you know, so other studios could take these stories, you know, because they're just, you know, they're, they're, fab- like, they're fairy tales. And so, like, yeah. other studios. That's can why there's so many stories. iterations of Peter Pan. Right. Peter Pan and Cinderella and, and, and all Jungle this Book, stuff. even. They're all public domain. So, right. So, you know, you get all these other versions of these stories, but it's like, no, I would be interested to see what the actual company that made this famous you know in terms of animation is going to do with it in terms of a quote-unquote live action film but again i just right. haven't bothered to see it yeah my favorite cinderella is the one with um james corden great great cinderella movie like camila cabello oh yeah am well, i wrong that. he's not in that though james no. corden he's not in that movie yes he is no he's not yeah James Corden's the in one that, that just came out. <laughs> yes, he's not in that. Yes, First he is. off, none of us have seen it. He's so literally really Gus. Sure. I don't think that's right. Okay. I don't really care. Also, look it up. So don't, he's, don't he's bother looking at that. I don't really care. I'm not going to see that movie. Um, and fuck James Corden. Um, wow. He's, but, uh, he is in it, but he plays James. Stupid idiot. Oh, okay. 
Hey, please don't. <laughs> just hold your phone. That's just what they the call screen. they call Gus because <laughs> Gus is technically you know Disney property. Um, so <laughs> I wish people at home could see this. <laughs> so just here's shaking the phone in front of the camera. Here's what I'll say, and I think you guys are actually going to be surprised with my take on this. I'm never surprised. Probably with not. What you say anymore. I am a fan. Of the Disney live-action remakes. I think you've told us. Well, okay, hold on a second. I was kind of getting to this. Um, I think there are good ones. I just think there's the bad ones are just really bad. I think Cinderella's good. Cinderella is excellent. Yeah, I think that one's probably the best best one with her and uh, Kate Blanchett, Richard Madden. It's a great cast. Um, still in Skarsgård's in that, I believe, too. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, but I'm Kenneth curious Brano to see, Cameron. Cam- I'm curious to see, because, Joel, you haven't seen him, so uh, you can chime in if you'd like, but I'm curious to he see. He directed what- it, didn't he? Yeah, Ooh. I did. Kenneth Branagh? Yes, yes, he did. Yeah. Um, yeah, no Cameron, good. I want to hear, then, what other ones do you think are good? Peace Dragon. I never saw that one. Let me. So let me look at the list again. Um... And it's I, just going to be one. We're just talking about ones that are just straight up retellings. Remakes. Of the original yeah, yeah, stories. yeah. Okay. Um, Jungle Book. I think Jungle Book mm-hmm. is. Yeah, I, th- I think Jungle Book. Oh, Book's wait. Really I saw good. Jungle Book. I'm sorry. I saw Jungle Book. Yeah. Okay. I and you like that Book. one as well, Joel? I loved it. Yeah. yeah. I think that movie's great, which is interesting because that one was also directed by John mm-hmm. Favreau. He did that one first. I like Alice in Wonderland quite a bit. I haven't seen that one. Yeah, I okay. thought Alice in Wonderland was fine. It was, you know, very. I don't really like that story that much to begin with, so I didn't really. I thought. See that one. Beauty and the Beast was okay. Okay, see now I think we're starting to trend where I was going to go with this. So yeah, I I also think. And. I also think Beauty and the Beast was okay. Dumbo, I wanted to die. Yeah. Okay. So now we're getting. I think recent their recent ones are their worst ones. I think they're getting worse. Yeah, like, I really think the last like five that they've done are not good, and this Lion King one included. Um, Aladdin is probably the one of the most recent ones that I was the felt was the least egregious. Um, there's elements of that that I really like, and that one's hard to do anyway because you can't replicate the magic that you had with that original one with Robin Williams gone. So that was a tough, and they still they did the best they could with a, also a very charismatic actor and Will Smith, but. Um, it just doesn't work nearly as well. Um, Beauty and the Beast, like you said, okay. There's a lot of issues with it. The singing in particular in that movie is not not very good, especially from uh, from Belle, which is a shame. Yeah, because Emma Page Watson. Because Paige O'Hara was fantastic. Yeah, you got the – you can't sing. <laughs> you, yeah, just and she had those you, Justin Bieber dolls. Yeah, that's true. And they had a scene where they showed the plague, which I just didn't need to see in the Beauty and the Beast movie. Like, what are you talking about? That, that's a major plot point. Is it, though? Because they didn't have it in the no. animated one. And that's a big issue I have with most of these, is that they have to flesh them out more so with plot points that don't really matter or maybe just shots of poop rolling around, like in this one, just to try and pad that runtime. That's in the original, though, isn't it? No, not like that. Uh, not like that. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, but there, like there is the poop rolling, though. No, 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 no. Isn't no. there poop rolling? No. There's the no, there is No, there is a part, but it's not that. Oh, it's not, not for that, that scene. It's no, not, not for that. For that. No. Oh, okay. Not for, okay. the tra- not for the hair 
arriving to Rafiki now. Oh yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. But uh, but yeah, I, I think Aladdin has good moments, but it's not great. Um, I hated Dumbo. Dumbo, I couldn't wait to get out of the theater. Dumbo, I just thought that was an awful experience. Okay, I don't know if I told you guys. I think I might have told you guys this. Dumbo is quite literally the story of Stephen King. I will stink by it. They they literally took Stephen King's history and they turned it into a movie and it was Dumbo. That movie's awful. Because it's awful. Dumbo That's gonna be on our show at some point. So. Could not fly without his feather. It's true. So in order for him to fly, he had to snort his feather. Well <laughs> then <laughs> All, if you want to fly, he'd snort his feather. He'd snort his feather. He'd snort his feather. But then the danger came, and he's like, I can't fly because I don't have my feather. Like, no, you have to believe in yourself. You can fly. You just don't have to snort the feather. He goes, no, I can't do it. And finally, he did it. And he didn't snort the feather, and he still flew. So it was in him the entire time. And, I mean, it's pretty obvious. It's Stephen King with cocaine. <laughs> I knew it literally is. I knew that's where you were going. I was just waiting for you to get to I was watch watching the movie. I'm like, oh, this is literally Stephen King's story. Yeah, well, we'll talk about that Dumbo movie down the road. No, point. no, 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 no. We have standards. I no, will not watch that movie again. No, no, Do you remember when he's walking on the tent? He's like walking about, I straight. Talk, I don't want to talk about it right now because we are going to talk about it. Tim Burton can fucking never direct a movie again. Thank you. <laughs> um, uh, I'm gonna pass over Lion King for now because we're gonna we're obviously Jewish? talk a lot about that one. And then there's Mulan, which I don't even know if we can qualify it as a retelling of the story because they change well, that's where, everything in it. That's where I was gonna kind of come in with this. Is I feel like I haven't seen Mulan, and I know a lot of people. That's really also care. going to be on our show at some point. Yeah, so. I know a lot of people didn't care about Mulan, but like. <laughs> I never just saw watch, Cinderella. Just, just watching Cameron's reactions to me saying that, I'm sorry to cut you off. But just did Cinderella so like? Was it just a retelling of the animated film? Obviously not like a yeah, pretty much. Type thing. Yeah, pretty it was much. Just yeah, retelling of the animated film. Yeah, I feel and like it was look- excellently done. Like it was, and like the stuff that, was that the they thing. added made sense. Uh-huh, they didn't try one. to make it like it wasn't like something where they tried to add like a lot of depth because that's what they did with right. Mulan. Is yeah. like, oh, we have to add in all these side plots and like make it like super. No. Cinderella was just them taking the taking the story of the animated film and just like doing it justice with yeah. live action. The sets yeah. were grand. The costumes were incredible. Like the acting was great. The acting was great. Yeah. There was a little bit like talking about making things a little bit deeper. Her relationship with her father was a little bit more, you know, kind of yeah. um, which shown, is something people which, were intrigued by. Yeah, and yeah. like it was, it was just a like. I went into that movie. I think I was in. I might have been in high school at that time, and so I was obviously not looking forward to going and seeing Cinderella. Um, and I got. I came out of that movie like, wow, that's legitimately one of the best movies I've seen this year because they took a story and they did something like they elevated it. They they took the they took the um, essentially like the fuck. What is the word I'm looking for? This always happens to me. They took the advantages of live action, uh huh, and they used them uh, to the most of their potential, yeah. right? Um, it, it, it as I said, it's the only advantage. one I feel like that's come out where the live action remake enhanced the original yeah. film. It didn't make it like better, 
because the original one. Pete's still Dragon did too. One. I like Pete's Dragon. Well, but well that too. original, that original animated film. <laughs> it's not. I mean, it's it's good, but it's not one. It's not like a pantheon Disney film. So, I like it. I like Pete's Dragon. He's my favorite float in the Main Street Electrical Parade. So, um, I always got mixed but, up with uh, Puff the Magic Dragon. <laughs> That's very Puff different. The magic dragon lived by the sea. Did you guys ever watch that? I watched that in music class all the time when I was in elementary school. Probably, but I don't remember. You guys yeah, don't remember don't Puff the Magic Dragon? I know I'm aware Puff the Magic of Dragon Puff the Magic is. Dragon. I don't remember. Oh. I don't remember watching it verbatim. Um, anyway, all of this discussion about the live-action Disney retellings brings us to Lion King. <laughs> I think that. I don't think this is the worst movie of the group, but I think this is the one where you could really just say, why the fuck did you make this? It's the most unnecessary. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because we keep saying live action. People realize this movie is not live action. Right. There is one single shot that is actually a real shot in the movie. Do you guys know which one it is? It's the first shot. The very first shot. It's the first yep. frame. Yep. Very first frame of the movie is John Favreau and his team actually out in Africa getting that shot. And everything else is digitally rendered in the entire film. And, you know, you could say, like, oh, well, Jungle Book, uh, you know, Jungle Book is almost entirely digital rendered. But they had the Mowgli character who's a live, a live actor. And it gave everything else something to play off of in the exactly. scenes. If you've That's ever seen the, yep. the behind the scenes of them making that film, it looks so interesting what they're doing because they're in a sound stage and it's all blue screen but the kid is interacting with the set pieces as if everything was really there he's running on like mm-hmm. a di- like he's running on a bunch of boxes that they digitally enhance to make it look like he's running on like a log or swinging from vines or whatever and it's impressive filmmaking and it's why like John Favreau ha- kind of has carte blanche at Disney to do whatever he wants because between Iron Man and then making Jungle Book he just knocks it out of the park I wish he still was going to make his Disneyland movie that he was scheduled to do a couple years ago, but I doubt he's going to make that still. Um, but this one, this Lion King one, there's no human interaction. There's no physical interaction. Everything is digitally rendered. And when you're taking an animated movie and just changing the animation, it just begs the question, like, why did you do it? Like, I mean, obviously they did it for money, but like in terms of a career, creative sense, why like there's no need for it and that's why this one upsets me more than any of these other movies not just because i love the original lion king it's because this movie just it's it just is there there's nothing to take from it where you're just like oh that was pretty great or oh i enjoyed this it exists just to make money and no other actual reason they're not even trying anything different really it's just different animation um what do you guys think if anybody wants to jump in on that yeah i mean like we we all kind of touched on it a little bit but it's just this one's just the most unnecessary like you said that's the best way of putting it it's literally in in my opinion and i think you said you agree the greatest animated film of all time yeah i think so. and to basically just change it to a different form of animation yeah that Wait. works worse is is baffling you know, it's do you, it. It the, does look worse. The complaint yeah, that I have is the complaint that everyone has with this movie, which is the fact that you there's no emotion that plays in this. Because it's an empty the husk. 
Yeah, the yeah. characters just look like the regular animals, and I even feel I even feel like I could say real animals portray more emotion than what you see in the movie. You yeah. know, like there's there's really special moments in the original that only work because of the fact that they're animated and like they didn't allow themselves to go that sort of hokey route with this animation because it had to feel so real like one of the things that when they first announced this my mind instantly went to is I can't wait to see. I just can't uh, wait. I just can't wait king. to be king. Oh because my I want, god! I wanted to see I like so hippos excited. standing one of the on be- top of one like, of the best scenes in the original one. Yeah, and I was like, I can't wait to see how they do that visually. And then it's just so <laughs> bland. It's awful. And it's the co- awful. The color palette in this one is what just color? so bleak. Yeah, there's no color. Yeah, they made you all know, that. Remember in the original one, Zazu's like orange and yellow and blue, yes. and Pumbaa's red, and Timon is like the tan, but he's got the red hair, and Mufasa and Simba have the red manes, and Scar's, Scar's brown with the black mane. The 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 red grub that Simba eats. Yeah. And so like when they first pull out the grubs, and Timon's like massaging that one, mm-hmm. and he's like, well, a little cream-filled kind, I was like, oh, well... Simba's got to reach in and get the red one out, right? And then he doesn't. Right. He just eats that one, and it eats looks the, the real. White one, yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, this just looks gross and real, <laughs> like. Yeah. And so I don't know. There's, there's obviously a lot of issues I have with this. Um, another one, and I'll, I'll I'll say this one, and then I'll let Cameron kind of jump on on board here. No, with it's okay. You can keep talking. Is like, the performances were some of them were okay. Yeah, but like I had some some of them stand out that I think were pretty good. But like what's really frustrating to me is like you bring back James Earl Jones. Yeah. And then he just does worse. Yeah. <laughs> like the lines aren't delivered as the well. Lines granted, are not he's, as good. he's like twenty he's years old, older. Right. But... Like one specifically that stood out to me, like the instant I heard it towards the early in the film, is um when he's talking to Scar and Scar says whatever and he's like, Is that a challenge? Yeah. In the original is movie Is that a challenge? Yeah, in yeah. the original movie it's like, Is that a challenge? Yeah. And then in this he's like, Is that a challenge? And it's like it was so yeah. it was like the emotion that's there the weird, is completely that's, that's different. the one I that's the one I always <sighs> think of too. Yeah. It sounds it's like so weird the delivery. A, a to a completely different tone to his voice. Yeah. And you know, there's a lot of moments like that. And like I said, there are some things that they either changed or added that I thought were like, Oh, this is fine. I thought Billy Eichner and Seth Rogan as Timon and Pumbaa was not terrible. Just I was like, just like in the it. original, they're my favorite part of this movie too. Yeah, like I was like worried, like oh, this is gonna be like too over the top, like they're gonna overplay it. No, I think they did a decent job. They it were very just... meta in this one, the two of yeah. them. Yeah, and I actually, I kind of enjoyed that. I love. Them. I died at the part where he's like, <laughs> and I got downhearted every time that I farted. Are, Are you, you gonna, gonna stop me? <laughs> no, like, I'm not. You disgust me. I was like, okay, yeah. this is like that's funny. Yeah. I liked that. Uh, so yeah, I, I mean, we'll we'll obviously go more into this as we continue along. But like, yeah, again, my biggest complaint being as with everyone else is this format doesn't allow you to express the emotion that this film deserves. I right. cried when Mufasa died. Nowhere near as much as I cried when he dies in the animated film. It's just oh completely yeah. Different. I mean, that, I'm sure part of that has to do with the fact that we were so much younger when that came out. True. Like, you don't feel the emotion in the same way that you do. Like, you're sad that he died because you like Mufasa. He's a character you've known basically our entire lives at this point. Um, but you don't feel that emotion. You don't feel that emotion with any... Like, there is one thing that, I, that makes me emotional, and I'm sure we'll talk about it later on. Um, but, Cameron, I want to 
you I know that when I picked this last week, you were very upset that you had to watch this again. And I'd like to hear a little more of your thoughts about this movie. Okay, so like I just think this movie is so boring. Mm-hmm. Like that's yeah, I why I didn't want to watch it. You know, I I think this movie I I disagree with you guys. Like, okay, so just context. I went and I was excited for this movie. I was very excited for this. Movie. Me too. When the trailer came out. I knew it was John Fair. Uh, the trailer Fargo. was awesome. Um, yeah. I love Jungle King. The uh, Jungle, Jungle King. King. Jungle Book. <laughs> <laughs> I was excited for Lion King. Um, trailer looked great. Obviously, yeah. insane voice cast. You know, people of all. Um, from all over John Oliver and Beyonce in the same movie. What the hell? Right. Like, you know, um, I exciting. And some um, of the voice casts actually better this time around than, uh, than the first one. Yeah. And it was, it was just a movie you're looking for. I mean, like, yeah, I'd love to, I can't wait to hear Beyonce and Donald Glover singing together. Uh, that's, you know, it's going to be so cool. Um, and, and like honestly, like honestly, you guys talk about like the the emotions of the animals and stuff like that. I re- I honestly don't care about that. I don't think that's that big of an issue. I mean, yeah, I mean, some people were, you know, I, I understand that people like, oh, well, you can't really express the the emotion. Ah, that 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 doesn't bother me, really. I I understand why people say that. For me, that's not really an issue. It's just like they can't emote. Is really. It, yeah, and I understand. I understand. I think back to this every single time, you know, when I think of this movie, you, you don't That's get a picture. This. It's a picture of Simba getting ready, seeing the, uh, the seeing the world stamp- comes yeah, the world comes down. stampede. You, you don't yeah. get that in this. Movie yeah. Either. And that's fine. I don't really have an issue with that as like, that's not, that's not, an issue I, it's okay. Me. I think it's fine. That it doesn't um, bother you, but I think you could agree that it makes the movie feel less fantastical. And sure. Makes it feel yeah, more definitely. Whether I mean, it bothers they were, you or they were not. They're trying separate. to make the movie feel realistic, which I guess is, yeah. you know, we, I, again, <clears throat> the big thing that pissed me off was the, the thing that really lost me while in the movie um, was the, I just can't wait to be King number mm-hmm. that oh, pissed God. me off because I mean, that's yeah. everyone's favorite number. It's, it's the best part about Lion King. It's such an incredible number. Um, all, all of the colors, the animation. I mean, it would. I mean, it, it would, I mean, it would be. It would be like taking. It would be like taking out the um, the the manger scene in the Prince of Egypt, right? Where it's like on the river, you know, the crib that's floating okay. down the yeah. river. It'd be like 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 taking that out of that movie, and like that's what. So like that's what a lot of like that's for me that's what I remember about that movie. I mean it's a great movie. Prince of Egypt is excellent, yeah. uh, but it'd be like that's what it was for me. And, and like and like I was like I was so excited for that specific scene. Um, and when they took that out, I was like, okay, that's what I have an issue with. And I and like for after that, the movie just kind of like I wasn't really interested. And I know it's kind of lame to be like, oh, well, they, they didn't have the one thing I wanted, and so I'm done with this movie. It's totally I, fair. And it's like, totally fair. When it's something as important. But, I like, I think it was just like with that, I realized what the movie was going to be. You know? It wasn't going to try anything cool or anything unique. It was a movie that was grounded in realism for some reason, which is a movie about animals talking uh you know it's like i i i 
it just it just made me i was just bored that's yeah. that's 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 the long story short this is a long movie um just, i went just a hair over two hours yeah i went and saw this at the dolby uh theater in uh burbank i saw this on i saw this the day after it came out um it was the first movie i saw in that dolby theater at, at burbank i had just arrived to los angeles like a month before um this was 2019 it was summer 2019. yeah and i was super I, you know i was super excited to see it and you know after after that just can't wait to be king i just just kept checking my phone uh to see how much longer i had in the movie <laughs> and that's what it was i mean and, and then you've got you know beyonce and donald glover and like their voice acting is just bad it's just not it just doesn't work uh beyonce specifically and i you know i i, I don't want to Obviously, I, I love her music, but like her Beehive voice acting. After you. I know I, her voice acting was just bad, and it's not like Donald Glover's was you. any better. He, um, yeah. You know, I think I think Timon and Pumbaa are hands down the best part of this movie. Yeah, Seth Rogen sure. and Billy Eichner are. Even though Seth Rogen really can't sing. <laughs> yeah, it, but like, but it, it's fine. It doesn't. It John doesn't Oliver did great too. Like I was Oliver actually surprised yeah. with with John Oliver. But like, I look at I look at. Yeah. He's he's Pumba, right? Uh, um, Seth Rogen's Pumba, right? Yeah. Yes. I look at that and I'm like, that's Donkey Kong. No, <laughs> that doesn't make sense. Joel, Joel, it looked like you were gonna say something before. Do you want to chime in? With that? Uh, I don't. I don't think so. I was just I was oh, just saying how John right. Oliver. Um, oh, you John Oliver's doing a good job. Okay. Yeah. I, well, so, I mean, I, I was gonna I, say I also, in in line ahead. with what Cameron was saying about being bored, though. Um, Granted, it's different with this movie because it is a remake of something we've already seen and some a story we know. But there, so were you like, know, yeah, you know everything that's going to happen, right? There were points in this movie where I was like, "Okay, I get it. I don't think I need to watch the rest of this." I did. I watched the yeah. whole thing because there were changes, and I wanted to see what kind of changes there were. Um, yep. But there were multiple, like the fact that I didn't get one of the most iconic shots in animation of all time isn't even in this movie. Um, but which one is that? Freaking uh, Scar jumping out of the fire! You do not get that shot of Scar oh my God, leaping out yeah. of the fire. Oh, and yeah, I can't believe they don't have Timon and Pumbaa dancing and dancing hula and hula skirts. That's that's that was, that's yeah. such a my oh, roommates man. my roommates brought that up when uh, when I had it on. They were like, "Do they have the scene yeah. still where they serve Pumbaa up with like the apple and Timon's in the hula stuff?" And I was like, "No, they do something completely different." I wanted one. to see Zazu in the little rib cage, like, "Let me, yeah. let, me out, let me out, let me out," you know. Um, and then, because that they, that final fight in the ori- in the original one is so good, like all the stuff they're doing, which the whole I'll say plan visually, like there is there was cool stuff in that yeah, final battle. Visually, I thought that was probably one of the best visual parts of the of the film, other than the the stampede. The stampede was also great, and the sound yeah, design there was great. incredible. Yeah. Um, but it's like, yeah, you that shot of Muf- or of uh, Scar jumping out of the fire is so iconic, and you don't put that in there in any way, which you easily could have done it. You totally could have done it, and then. Oh hey, you know what's a good idea? Let's take "Be Prepared," an iconic song, and oh, just make no. it like someone talking. It's like a speakeasy, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's oh, like, that's the. That, I mean, that's the. Like, I know we're talking about like I just can't wait to be king is visually just so blah, but at least the song is still good. Um, be prepared. It's like, what are you doing? Like, and I remember. Hey, can seeing, you just read these lyrics out loud? And in the original <laughs> cut, in the original cut, that song was completely cut out. Yeah, and the test screenings, everybody was like, "What the fuck? Where is Be Prepared?" Like, it's the villain song. The villain always has a song, and you cut this one. Well, and in the original, Jeremy Irons crushes that song. It's so good. Um, 
And this, this, uh, I mean, Chiwetel gave it his best shot. Um, I actually think Chiwetel as Scar is actually very. I think he, I think he's voiced very well in this one. Um, mm-hmm. These, he's scarier in this one Wait, who, than he was. Who was Scar? Chiwetel Ejiofor. Uh, I think he's much scarier in this one. I was but, thinking uh, Idris Elba for some reason. I don't know. No, because he was Shere Khan in Jungle Book. Um, different different cats. <laughs> to be fair, going into it, I thought it was Idris Elba, and then mm-hmm. when I like not when I heard it, but like going into it, I was like, oh yeah, who's in this? And then when I heard it, I was like, that's not Idris Elba, and then I had to look it up. Yeah, um, I like I like the I'm depiction. An idiot. Of, I like the depiction. I was of literally about to make a cat extent. joke, so nope. Um, Shit. No butthole licking here. <laughs> nope. Um, well, yeah. Be prepared. Like the music. I think all of the songs, except Be Prepared. Be Prepared is a train wreck. But I think the songs are actually sung very well. Um, I think Hakuna Matata is sung very what was well. Hakuna Matata. Matata. Excuse me. Um, Circle of Life, of course, sounds great, as mm-hmm. always. Um, I think Can You Feel the Love it's Tonight the is, is sung very well. Life. The problem with all of them is that they're not visually compelling. If you just listen to the songs by themselves without watching the movie, you would think, hey, these sound really good. And then if you're watching it in the film as it plays out, you're I, like, this is just not interesting to watch. I think that's. I think you're hitting on something that's really, that is a, kind of a big point. This movie took the fact that it was completely made um, 100% animated, 100% CGI, and they thought that that was what made it interesting. Right. And visually, there weren't any like interesting shots. It was, there no. wasn't well, like any. And I know this subject matter plays to this more, but like you were saying earlier, Cameron, like that first Alice in Wonderland film is fun. Yeah. And look how how crazy they go with like the the production design yeah. for that. You know, so it's like, why couldn't you do the same thing with this? Why did it have to be rooted so far into reality? That well, it, you know why you people know? would have been pissed if it was. The, I, I don't this think is, so. No, but I, I don't think Joel, so. Joel, I just think what it comes down to is that this is just a movie they shouldn't have messed with. Yeah. No, absolutely. I, I and I completely agree. Because I don't if think you're going to make it. I don't think there's. I don't think that there's a way they make this movie without it being, without it pissing someone yeah, off. I think they. Ma- I think they made it. the best movie that they could possibly. Oh, make I disagree. Just, I disagree. I, no, See, I don't I think. think could, I don't think they could have done a better job than what they did because I think it's just you're set up to fail at the right. I think they the are set up to fail. But see what you're saying there, Cameron, and I agree. But you're saying. There's no way you make this movie without pissing somebody off. Okay, then why not go for it? Why be why play it reserved then? If someone's going to be upset either way, why are you going to play it reserved? I would have much rather watched I can't or just can't wait to be king and seeing you know, quote unquote live action hippos and giraffes and flam- or uh, ostriches standing on each other than what we got. You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah, yeah. it would have been imagine the conversation and sen- we're and having. Sense, and since it's digitally rendered, you could have done that. Right. And and imagine the conversation we're having now. If that's the case, we're still talking about how bad the movie is, but at least yeah. you're saying like, can you believe they did this? So you know what I mean, I see what you're saying, but they did that with cats and we're having a, com- and there's a completely different conversation about cats. So I, well, I think I know, cause I, I get what you're saying. And was when you go for like the real, the realistic view the like kind of what they were going for doesn't mix with this kind of fantastical because I that's what they tried to do because dis- that's what disagree. they tried to do with cats and i mean we I, see com- how cats no, I, I i disagree i think they are different animals for lack of a better term one's lions one's cats yeah <laughs> um 
We have so much more to talk about. And our sponsor probably wants to hear from us. Yeah, I think yeah, Cameron, you think this is a good time to throw to our sponsor? Yeah. Let's throw the sponsor. We haven't even touched on who I think are the worst characters in this movie. Or maybe if not worst, definitely the most different characters from the original one. You guys know where I'm going with this? I don't. The hyenas? The hyenas, yeah. First off, they have different names, except for Shenzi. Shenzi um, kept her name, but they wanted to change the names of Banzai and Ed to more African names, so they changed them to... And I don't have... I mean, Who voiced the monkey again? Why am I... Oh, that was a... that was a John Connie, voice Rafiki. Oh, okay. Um, so Keegan Michael Key. It's, there's it's the hyenas are Statler and Waldorf. No, that would be much better. Uh, Keegan Michael Key, uh, voice Kamare, who is supposed to be Bonsai, and Eric Andre, voiced Azizi, who's supposed to be Ed. But they're completely different characters. Ah, uh, Eric um, Andre, my man. Yeah, completely different characters from the animated one. And like in the animated one, the the hyenas are they're basically henchmen of scar and they're very goofy and funny but it works it's really fun in that movie i like i like the hyenas a lot in there even though they're villains i enjoy them um in and they're voiced very well in that one too with whitney uh, Whoopi goldberg uh cheech moran and i don't remember us is it cheech marin sorry cheech marin and uh jim cummings um and then this one they got good voice actors again but they, they again went with the realism thing they're like oh no these are just vicious animals that are just going to tear tear you apart and they're no nonsense and all that and they do the bit where it's like the Eric Andre one just has problems with personal space and he keeps invading the space mm-hmm. of Keegan-Michael Key's guy and it's whatever I don't really care about that bit that they're doing but it's like a very drastic change for those characters and I don't think it works like I mean, obviously, a lot of stuff in this doesn't work, but that really just... I didn't really see the need to do it because it's one of those things like, oh, we're going to make this change and it's going to make the movie feel different because the hyenas aren't like lackeys anymore. They're just working with Scar and they're vicious and evil. And it's like, okay, but people like the hyenas in the first one. Don't change things from the one that everybody likes to try something different if you're going to just do a straight-up remake of the movie. Just, if you're going to do it you have to add things to make it better, but don't change things that are that don't really work. I don't think it works, but you guys might disagree in terms of what I'm saying here. I mean, I don't necessarily think it does work, but I also don't think it's like... I didn't feel like it was that different. I feel like it was the same idea played differently. That's um, fair. I feel like they just didn't go quite as over the top, which, again, is kind of going back to what I think. I think this right. movie should have tried going more over the top with it because, like you said, they did kind of have those comedic elements with the part when Simba, you know, falls down. They're like, oh, like he didn't survive. We're just going to we're just going to say that Simba's dead and, and then we'll go and about yeah. our business or whatnot. You're like the way that they all play that is, you know, it's a little bit more comedic, but more toned down. You know, it's not as over the mm. top. Um, which I do miss that the, the hyenas in the in the original are fantastic. You know they're hilarious. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I it wasn't necessarily something that stood out to me as like terrible, but it definitely isn't. You know, it's it's not as good it's a it, so. it's a detractor without yeah. it being a serious issue. Right. Um, I'm just trying to think. Uh, there is one positive thing 
that still made me feel something. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think Joel, I think you probably know what it. I'm gonna say, huh? I'll, I said I'll touch on it if if we're yeah, going go the it. same direction. I'm assuming we're gonna think the same, same thing, direction. So you just go into it. Uh, Hans Zimmer score. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I loved getting to see it. him revisit this score. And he does he does do newer yes. things with these songs and he's just incredible. There is a lot of stuff that he did in this score that I was very like just blown away by. I was like you know Lion King's score is already incredible. Yeah. And for him to do the complete opposite of what the movie did, which was take something that he had made previously made that was better. already good and made it better. Yeah. I was like, wow. The scene, um, the scene that always gets me is when Simba defeats Scar and he's ascending Pride Rock and yeah, uh, like I think it's called This Land is the yeah. the track and God that one I get like literal goosebumps when it's I listen so to good. that it just it moves that's a, it moves me like even it's, little simple stuff like in the newer in this new one that I loved were um, like when we're first introduced to after Circle of Life when we're first introduced to Scar and we see the little mouse running around right yeah the music has a much more like authentic feel to it for yeah. lack of a better term it feels very african inspired which the original yeah. score was but like it feels it, it literally there's no other better word for it other than the feel of it it, it it's so authentic and i don't know it just kind of like transports you into this world a little bit more and yeah yeah i i that was a massive highlight for me i actually like shockingly um, not a ton, but I have notes that I've been going off of this episode. I actually wrote things down for this. Oh, okay. Um, and yeah, Hans Zimmer revisiting the score is one of the big highlights for me. It was just, yeah. it was so, it was so nice to know that he didn't go in and try and be like, I'm going to go and make something totally different and it's going to be great. And he, you know, no, he just, I would have left what the he already theater. Made. I would have yeah, left the he, theater. He took an already incredible, uh, you know, product and, and just made it better. Yeah, I like Tapoma, Tapoma and Pumbaa. Are we just going to the things that we liked? Oh, you guys were talking about the things that you liked, and no, no, I was just I was just transitioning just specifically to the score. But yeah, go ahead. Oh, sorry. No, go for it. We're just rewind. No, we're just riffing. Go for it. I like. I think we all agree. Like they legitimately, they were the best part of the movie. They were fun. Yeah, in terms of characters. So I don't think you got it earlier, Ryan. But the reason I had you go to me second was because when I said. Ryan, how are you? In as few words as possible. That's what yeah. Timon says to Simba. Yep. Yeah. I remember that. Um, yeah, Timon and you know what was right? also sick? Cloud Mufasa. Cloud Mufasa yeah, he looked cool. was cool in this. It wasn't it's, obviously it, as overt. Again, I, I, I'm going to keep saying that. It wasn't as you know grandiose as in the animated film, but yeah. it was one of the better things. I, think. I really don't think the animation in this is bad. I just want to throw that out there. I don't think no, it's bad. It's I just don't think it works. It just doesn't work for this. Yeah, but th- like there's and th- and this goes into the discussion we could have about John Favreau with this movie. Like we we all love John Favreau. Like we mm-hmm. all think he's a fantastic director. The stuff that he EPs is great all the time. And Cameron, well, I'll go to you. I'll go to you in a second. Yes. Um, I just think. Like, I have his IMDb, and yeah, like he's got some misses. Like Cowboys and Aliens is a miss. And... Hey, go ahead. Do you have something to say about Cowboys and Aliens? Yeah, don't talk crap about it. Okay, I like Sathura when he made that. I actually think that movie's kind of fun. And everything else he's made him. is great. Elf, the Iron Man movie, Chef is a favorite of this show, uh. and then Jungle Book, of course. I don't like, I, and, and again, this movie. 
is not a failure is another thing I want to point out. A lot of the movies we talk about are financially financial failures. This is not one of those. It made $1.67 billion at the box office. This is not a failure of a film. But in terms of like where people rate it, even audiences seem to love it. It was at 88% on RT, and critics had it at 52 And critics are looking more at the things that we're talking about right here, so it makes sense that their rating would be that bad. Mm-hmm. But 52 is still not like astronomically horrible. That's one out of every two people thought the movie was good, right. kind of, in a sense. So the movie's not a failure, but and we like the people involved, but when you're doing I don't I don't know, I don't really know how to put it. It's just it doesn't work is the only way I can really sum it up. So here's what I'll say. Yeah, go for it. While watching this movie, and I'm sure you guys felt the same way too. All this movie made me want to do was watch the original instead. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's absolutely. literally that's like I'm watching this Turn movie. Turn off this one and start the original. <laughs> I'm I mean I'm watching this movie and it's very it's it's not very often where I feel like why is this movie exist? I, I don't feel like that's a question that I have for many like I, I feel like all, lots of movies have reason and justification to exist. Like even, you know, even Mulan Right, they tell a different like at least they tried telling a different story yeah. and they it didn't doing, work, but at least they it tried didn't something. work. But you know they tried something new and they wanted to you know maybe update the the story a little bit. Okay, fine. They made her more of a warrior in that one. But like, why does this movie exist? Mm-hmm. Because it is in every way inferior to the animated movie, and they don't try to do. I mean, they literally, they literally at the I mean, it's it's shot for shot, the same movie in many ways. And it's just live action, but they're not even real animals, right? So it's like, it's like, why does this movie exist? This movie exists as like a, I don't know, like as a tech preview, right? To show what, you know, to show what, um, what CGI and what, because yeah, don't get me wrong. I think everything looks incredible. I mean, this, I mean, this movie is I, I, is one of a kind. I mean, if you were it's to show gro- me, it, it is groundbreaking cinema what they're doing with this. It, film. it does. It does not look anime. It, they look mm-hmm. like real animals, and that is incredible. That they took nothing and they made that. I think that is absolutely insane. It's yeah. stunning, and, and kudos, I think as kudos a, to everybody on the production side. Yeah, of this if film we're talking just great. pure technical yeah. CGI special effects, yeah. this movie is. Top of the line, one hundred percent. Okay, and that's exactly what tech previews are for, right? Is mm-hmm. to show what the cutting edge of technology can do, and that's what this movie does. And it doesn't do anything else, because literally after the first like ten minutes, I'm like, okay, I just want to leave this theater and just go watch the original mm-hmm. one at home. That's what this movie does for me. That's and why that opening scene of Circle of Life in this one is captivating. Like it's beautiful what they're doing in. The- that scene well and see i think i think a big part of that sorry to kind of bunch in here on you cameron but like no you're good it's like what i was talking about earlier that final battle sequence between the hyenas and the lions and you know scar and uh simba fighting it looks so good and in those moments i don't mind it because there's no dialogue i don't have to worry same with the wildebeest stampede right i don't have to worry about what these characters are saying or them showing emotion because there's no dialogue. I'm just watching yeah. these things unfold, and so it looks great. 
You know, like right. you said, Cameron's circle of life looks fantastic. It looks so good. And and I had that same mindset as you as I was watching this was like, they literally made this to show what they could do is what it mm-hmm. felt like, you know? So I think you really hit the nail on the head there. It's like one of those things, like, it's just like in um, Jurassic Park, right? And the original of, one? Well, no, like, it's what Malcolm says, Dr. It's, Malcolm says, you oh, know? They were so occupied never, with whether or not they could yeah. think about whether or not they should. Exactly, right? Yeah, I feel like that's line. a good way. That's a good point, yeah. I feel like that's a good way of, and, and, you know, I'm sure you'll touch on this, but, you know, they're they're making the sequel or prequel, whatever it is, with uh, Barry Jenkins, directing which oh, is oh i forgot about, i mean I forgot that, about that that's the kind of thing where you hear that and it's just like this isn't real right yeah it's like hearing chris Jank- pratt Jank- mario yeah. it's Barry like Jank- no great director but it's such a random you choice and you just don't want his talents wasted on something that you don't feel like needs to exist and i feel the same way with john favreau john favreau could make any movie that he wants and i would go see it in the theater he that's i think he's built up enough credibility in Hollywood that I feel that way with him. But I don't want to see his talents wasted on something that I don't think needs to be made. And that's the bummer that I have with this film in terms of his involvement. I oh. had zero clue about this Barry Jenkins. You do, yeah. You, you had no idea. I completely forgot that that was a thing. And, yeah, they announced it at the like the shareholder thing a couple of months yeah, ago. It, it, I don't remember it's that. It's one of those things where it's just like I don't is it a prequel or a sequel? It's a prequel. But okay, well, it's like really, both. Okay. It's like both because the on at least on IMDb it says like uh, Simba wants his newborn son to uh, be a good king or something like him while it's he explore, while exploring the you know past of his father or something like that. And I think it's yeah. one of those things. It'd be like the issues. It'll be very interesting to see how they tackle it because the issues that they have with this one with with the first one aren't they kind of shoehorned into sticking with that? Right for the sequel is so like when you guys talk about like the expressions and the emotions of everything. Yeah, isn't that is that something that they're stuck with? Right? Not necessarily, can they, can they, but it's probably it's probably what they're. Gonna but it would feel. With, but it would not. feel weird if the sequel was it different, would. right? Yeah, it like would. It, it would be. I, I I don't I don't know that that's the best. And obviously, I know why they're doing it, right? Lion King still made a shit ton of money. Yeah, so. it's incredibly um, profitable. It's the highest grossing animated movie of all time. Is it really? Speaking, it is. Yeah. Wait, like the one that came out in 2019? Uh huh. Highest grossing animated movie of all time. I didn't know that. It passed Frozen when it came out because technically it is an animated movie. So. Well, then that makes yeah. So obviously it makes sense that they're making the second one. I wish they would just make you know instead of doing that they just just make Lion Lion King one and a half a live (laughs) action movie. I I love that movie. I watched it so many times when I was a kid. Yeah. I really enjoy that one a lot. Joel, do you know about Lion King one and a half? Yeah, of course. Okay, good. Um, something we talked about is them padding runtime a little bit by adding depth scenes that work or don't work. Are there any in this one that you guys felt were necessary that we got? There's like a couple Nec- I didn't think that of. I felt were necessary? Were, yes. Because um, uh, uh, there's, there's a couple in here. I can run through a couple of them. Uh, there's the scene of Nala escaping the Pride Lands to go find Simba. We get a little more information about how she found him or where, like, what the process was there. Um, there's we have the infamous scene of Simba's fur 
being transported to Rafiki, which I think is an awful scene. Like I don't like any it of just, that. It just went on a little bit too long. Yeah. I thought it was nice. It was pretty, and it was just, it, was it was a long. good. It was a nice break in terms of like you're just watching these visuals while getting to listen to the score. Get, it's yeah. another tech preview. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But what's something funny about that is I rewatched the original scene to compare them, mm-hmm. and I never realized again because you watch these movies as a kid and you kind of get these things stuck in your mind. But I never realized that it's his fur that Rafiki catches. I always just thought it right. was like dust that smelled like him because he landed oh, it. Yeah. You know. Um, yeah, you know what thing? What I didn't like was the random Beyonce song. Why'd that have to be there? <laughs> oh, did you not like that? No. Why was that in there? Because that's how they got her to sign on was to have her do a song. For I don't movie. care. Then then pick someone else. We don't that's need fair. her. Yeah, that's totally fair. <laughs> wow, I thought I was going to anger the beehive. Oh, I say it all the time. Beyonce, you know, she's great. She makes great music. I don't understand the whole, the, the, the oh my God, it's Queen Bee. She's Beyonce. I don't care. There's better artists out there. Yeah, okay, I, so I, who I actually is editing this episode? Because they got to take that part out. <laughs> Me, I'll make the whole I, episode. Just I stand that. by yeah, it. Okay. I stand by it with you. I agree. I, I think like I said, I gra- think she, her music yeah, is great. Music. I don't understand the calamity around mm-hmm. her where it's like she's like she's. For the uh, record, I love Beyonce, so it's. it's but I also I also feel the same way about uh, Lady Gaga sometimes. Like I think Lady Gaga's great. She's got an in- incredibly talented voice. Yeah, but she doesn't have the same type of fans that. Not as mainstream, but there are. I think she Lady has Ga- a fan. Lady Gaga's more talented than Beyonce. I would say okay, so. well let's let's not go there. I, mean, I think I think both I think actress, both so. can be talented in their own way. That's fair. Okay. Yeah. Totally fair. Um, and do they have different talents? Now Taylor awesome. Swift obviously takes the crown of so were the there, most talented. So were there any between? Ex- it used to be. Were there any extended scenes that we thought were good in this um, that we needed? Like there's also the the where no. they're saying the lion sleeps tonight. Which I, I was, was I was gonna say I thought that was funny. Yeah, like I liked the other it. Animals it was short. Out. It was short yes. and it led into a good another part that that you needed to do. So uh, yeah, um, where they get cut off because Nala attacks them. Like I thought yes. that was great. Um, but I, I thought I don't, a, a random bit was like when Simba's trying to talk to that antelope and it runs away. That gazelle. And it like oh yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I gotta go. <laughs> I was like yeah. what? The, yeah. Why is this in here? Well, then, yeah, Timon and Pumbaa in the original one, they're, like, by themselves. But in this one, they have, like, a ton of friends like a village. that live there with them. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was weird. And then they all show up at the end at Pride Rock when they're in the closing scene. All their friends are there, too. because they had to um, have that little uh, bush baby that was voiced by Chance the Rapper. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, they wanted to have that in there. Um, yeah, I don't think... Uh, is there, yeah. Okay, so if we don't really have any, per se, is there anything you maybe wanted to see that they didn't do? Yeah, so I really wanted um, in Just Can't Wait to Be King to see hippos and elephants stacked on top of each yeah. other with, like, and giraffes. The, and the birds inside of the alligators' mouths. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You know who I wanted to see more of? Rafiki. Little bunny. Absolutely. Rafiki's not in the original one as much as he should be either. Um, but I think in this one... He's in this gonna, even less. <laughs> yeah, if you're going to make this movie an extra 40 minutes long, you can give Rafiki more things to do. Like... He's an iconic Disney character. He's all over the theme parks. Everybody loves Rafiki. Um, so if anybody deserved more screen time, it was him. Yeah. Um, but no, I don't think uh, I don't think any of this other added stuff was necessary. I don't think they added things that didn't need to be there. Yeah. Even if they weren't bad, they added things that didn't need to be right. there and took out things that you shouldn't have taken out. Correct. Yeah. All in all, in the vein of wanting cool, to be realistic. Cool. We got realistic. this Beyonce song, but God forbid I get be prepared. 
Yeah, and that song too. Also, it's not Nala singing the song. It's be, it's, it's an just, overlay it, of yes. Beyonce singing it as Simba's, Simba's running to get back home. Like it's just the song is playing behind it. So yeah, it's not it's not necessary because in the um in the original one when he's running back, it's just the score. And mm-hmm. again, the score is fantastic. I would rather hear Hans Zimmer's score than Beyonce's song in that moment. Ten times out of ten. Um, so I think. Uh, I think we're getting pretty close. There's one other thing that I want to mention. If you think we have some disdain for this movie, that's nothing on the animators of the original film. Mm. I went through a tons of different interviews, people discussing this movie, and I stumbled across a lot of the original animators giving some quotes. Um... And the resounding response from the original animation team is similar to what we're saying, and they're all just like, why why did you do this? <laughs> like, if you have Disney employees, or some, some current at the time, some former, I would imagine, that worked on one of the most groundbreaking animated films of all time, if you have them telling you that this is an awful idea, why are you doing this? I, I don't know maybe I, I know Disney's a corporation and they want to make money but sometimes you don't sometimes you don't have to make things and that's really the overall theme of what we're saying in this episode is that you just don't have to do it nobody who benefits other than financially from this film existing I don't really think I don't think there's anybody it doesn't boost anybody's careers at this yeah point. I was gonna say it's not like anyone that was involved in this was like yeah. oh you know yeah John Favreau's already an established director mm-hmm. all of these voice actors are already established actors you know being in this wasn't going to change anything for them um, it's just a quick way for Disney to make over a billion dollars and that's what they did so um, so the budget for this live-action Bugs Life make it happen. The budget for this is actually $260 million, which, of course, is a crazy amount of money, but... Right, but nothing... um, Nothing... Yeah, like, nothing... Yeah, yeah, they almost made that back in their opening weekend just domestically, so... I don't know, guys. Is there anything that... uh, Anything we haven't touched on? I feel like we covered the bases pretty good. Yeah, I, I mean, I think we all are in very similar spots i'll be interested to see how our, all of our thoughts translate into refunds right now yeah. um but well, you, you want to go first you want to kick us off uh i don't know are we there or are we doing that i think we're yeah, there cameron do you have anything it. else to input on not for this one no pretty yeah. cut and dry for me all right joel yeah kick us off what are you thinking here so obviously this came out in 2019 um it's a little over nine bucks so let's just go nine dollars that's your refund total i'm not gonna ask for anything okay yeah you want, is there any particular reason why? I mean, not really. Kind of the same old typical Joel answer. Like, not that I went in expecting, you know, this. Obviously, like, it bummed me out that this didn't come out as good as it did. Um, but it's like, as he, Cameron said, it, it's it's boring. You know, I think yeah. a big part of it being boring is the fact that we know this story so well. Mm-hmm. Um, but that also can't take away from the fact that, you know, it is a crazy technological advancement, whether or not I like it. Um, and I still got to see some stuff that I like, so it was it was kind of just a fifty fifty split. You know what I mean? I didn't I didn't hate this movie. I just it was unnecessary. Yeah, yeah, I feel the same way. I, I don't hate the movie, um, but I I don't ever need to see it again. Mm-hmm. I will always any time that somebody says let's watch The Lion King, you're going to pick the original animated yeah. one. So this doesn't need to exist. 
I don't hate it. There's parts that I thought were funny. I was bored most of the time. But in terms of a refund, I'm going to ask for six of the $9. So not the full refund. Um, going into it, I thought I would go full refund. There's enough in there that will keep me around. Um, think really just the score because the score is the most beautiful score I've heard in a long time. And yeah, I would listen phenomenal. to that over and over again. Uh, all right, Cameron, take us home. <sighs> see, I saw this in theaters. I didn't ask for a refund. I forgot to ask it. Did we all see it in theaters? I never saw it until this. Okay. So, okay. Yeah. So you hadn't oh, seen wow, it. Okay. okay. Um, all right. Interesting. Okay, I'll say this. Because I would probably walk out halfway and then go home and watch the original one, I'll ask for half my money back. Interesting. Okay. This movie, yeah. So. Okay. That's what I would do. I asked for four. What did we say? $9? It's $9, yeah. Yeah, I asked for four fifty back. Okay. There you go. So that is our Lion King 2019 remake episode. Uh, I think this is a movie that we all hope we never really have to touch on again. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> this was a good, this was a good episode, and the Disney live action movies will will return. Died like a refund podcast, whether Cameron wants to. Chala will return. Yep, yep. Th- this is going to happen. Uh, but in terms of this episode, I think uh, I think we're good. Was there any closing things we have to talk about? I don't think we, we have, have our movie recommendations. We have recommendations. Well, I mean, I meant like anything oh. outside oh. of the ordinary because sometimes we have that. I, I won't mean, be here. We, we, I was going to say we can talk about Cameron. Yeah, Cameron is take two on going <laughs> in for his two. surgery. Take two going away. Uh, um, hopefully, uh, hopefully this time everything goes smoothly. Yes. Yeah, and he'll be out for a couple of weeks. Joel and I will we have a couple ideas of some things that we can do in the meantime. Um, and he'll be back not in the not too distant future. He'll be back. Not that's what he says. Um, so yeah, Cameron, of course we both, you know, we've said this to you many times off the show, but of course we wish you best luck with the surgery. Thank you. Um, and we will be in touch before and shortly after to make sure you're doing okay. Well, thank you. No, we um, will not talk to you again until you're on the show. <laughs> all the all the listeners listening to the show, send your best to Cameron. He's on his Instagram and everything. You can yep. get in touch with him. Wish him a speedy recovery. Um, is there anything you want to say? Um, I will be back better than ever. There you go. And by that, I mean I'll still hate the movies that you are mad at me for <laughs> well, hating. So. I mean, you'll be next up. So, I mean, we have some we have some potential guests in the pipeline for yeah, when yeah, you yeah. come back. But in terms of the three of us, you get to pick next. So. Okay. Um, but we've uh, we've got some other things to do uh, okay. when you, when yeah, you come do. back. we got some fun ideas. we got some, some good stuff for you. Yep. Um, okay. So let's do our recommendations. All right. Cameron, since we're on you, why don't you, uh, why don't you go first? Do you have something already so, lined up? I actually don't know. I think that they might have been talking about turning this into a live-action movie. Now that I think about it, I don't know if it was just going to be an uh, English version. Are you going to pick an? Are you going to pick an animated movie? I am. Yeah. Movies. <laughs> yeah. Um, wait. Wait. What was that? I said you never pick animated movies. Yeah. This is a movie that completely caught me off guard. Um, I love this movie. I think it is one of the most gorgeous movies I've ever seen. It has one of the most incredible stories I've ever seen. It, it really is a uh, 10 out of 10, in my opinion. Um, and I'm curious if either of you guys have seen it. It's called Your Name. Uh-uh. Nope. Okay. 
It's actually a Japanese uh, anime film. And okay. I do not watch anime. I think I've seen like one episode of Attack on Titan. And that was pretty much it. Um, but I heard really great things about this movie. And so I went and checked it out. And I mean, I Ryan and Joel, I, I really think you guys should check out this movie. Because it is... I, I think you guys will love it. It is stunning. Say, say the name one more time. Your name. It looks like it's on okay. Prime. You can rent it on Prime. Yes. Um, it is. It I'd really, I'd really love to hear your guys' opinion on it. Mm-hmm. Um, if we're talking about favorite animated movies, this is one hundred percent one of my favorite animated movies. Uh, and I think there were talks. Like I said, I think there were talks about bringing it live action. It, it might have just been like an English version in the U.S. Um, of course, it's Japanese. Um, oh, okay. The director also, I think he also he he's he had a movie come out a couple years ago called Weathering with You. It was another one that came uh, it came out about 2019, and um, I I didn't see that one. I really wish I had because I heard mm-hmm. great things about it. But um, I I mean I heard it wasn't as good as Your Name. Um, but you have to check out Your Name. It was actually nominated for Best Picture or for Best oh. anim- Sorry Animated Picture Best Animated Picture. This pa- well, in the year it came out, which is uh, in the year it came out, yeah. Okay. So cool. No, it's a very very different choice. I like yeah, that. I know, I know. Um, Joel, what about yourself? What do you got for us this it week? Was nominated for what? I th- I believe it was nominated for best animated picture. No. Was what? it nominated for foreign it film? It was not nominated for an Oscar. Was it not? It was uh, it was nominated for best animated film for the Saturn Awards. Oh, oh well, maybe I'm thinking of the set. No, I was saying it was the best animated feature at the Annies, but no. it did not have any Oscar nominations. Well, I guess I'm done. Not to dis- and, not to, and not to discredit it, but it, it didn't. How many? I feel like I would have heard of that. The council. I'm um, sorry. I'm really sorry, guys. I no, no, it. no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Joel. You're up. What's um, your movie? I'm gonna cheat here, and I'm gonna recommend two things, but Uh-oh. they're gonna that can they're gonna connect to each other. Um, so one is something that I had no clue existed, only recently discovered, and I can't wait to actually go watch it, which is Batman: Return of the Caped Crusaders. Which is, I don't know if you guys are aware of this already. I'm assuming probably, it's an animated series of the original '66 Batman series, but oh, it's like it's not retelling okay. the stories. It's like newer Batman, but within that like era of batman and it has the original voice cast like as many of them as they could so like it had adam west and burt ward and julie newmar and it's hilarious it is very funny um and very well done uh but the other thing i'm going to recommend hand in hand with that is just recently released on hbo max on batman day was batman the audio adventures and i've listened to the first three episodes of that and i think if you're listening to podcasts you obviously like audio um it's pretty fun it's it's a cool little thing so definitely check that out okay uh very cool um my recommendation we're starting to get into spooky season with uh with the halloween right around the corner it's about about a month out i almost want to recommend the what i said i almost recommended a spooky animated film oh okay um I have a movie that came out not too long ago that isn't really like a horror film per se. It's like a monster movie in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it's really good. And I don't think I've recommended it yet on the show. If I have, sorry, but I'm going to bring it up again because not enough people have seen it. Uh, that's Crawl. Um, oh, is it the oh, alligator that's an one? interesting one. Yep. Yeah. Crawl is the one. Uh, 
where basically there's a massive flood in Florida and a bunch of alligators are attacking people. Um, specifically our main characters inside of their household. And it's like a, it's like a rescue in this. He is. Yeah. He's plays the dad. Guess I gotta Um, watch it. Yeah. It's good. It's really good. Um, I saw it in the theater. Um, that seems like a fun theater movie. It's actually funny. Uh, you guys will, the the listeners won't really get this. Some of them will, um, our Joel's current boss, all of our older bosses, we were at the same theater, um, when he saw it. And every time that, I saw him like in the hallway or something. He would bring it up. <laughs> He's just like, "Hey, hey, remember that movie that we saw together?" I was like, "Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, that thing was good." Um, so crawls just crawls, his, uh, his go-to uh, quick quick talk. Like, oh, I this is the Small one thing talk. I have with this guy. Yeah, yeah. We would talk about other things. We would always bring that movie up. Um, so crawl, really good. Go check it out. I believe that's on HBO Max as well. So go Gosh, check it out. out. Um, all right, so those are our recommendations. Um, we will let you know down the road what our next episode is going to be. I think Joel and I probably have a good idea of what we're going to do next, but we'll talk about it. Uh, we'll talk about it after the show. Um, other than that, I think uh, I think we're about there. I also want to, of course, mention some of the other shows that we partner with. If you haven't listened yet to the episode of the genre geeks feed where it's our movie pods assemble. I'm going to keep pumping that to keep getting as yeah, many yeah, views yeah, as possible. Definitely. Uh, um, because that was a really good time. Cameron was there uh, to represent us and we good job, are Cameron. In talks with- yeah. Thank you. Yeah, thank Way you. to go, Cameron. Thank uh, you. And we, uh, we are in talks with them to do a lot more, including some of the other shows as well that are a part of that endeavor with us. So go check out, genre geeks go check out feels like the first time go check out the matt and mark movie show i'm still gonna make fun of them for having a shitty title for their podcast <laughs> <laughs> no that's a bit those guys are great um but i think uh i think that's about it is there anything else on the socials joel that people need to keep an eye out for coming up um i don't think i set an actual end date for people to rate and review the show in order to like enter for a free hat so i'm gonna go ahead and extend that for another even if i did yeah even if i did i'm just gonna extend that to next wednesday so well let's say let's say october 1st is the cutoff for you to do that that's Uh, a week from today is that right it's a week from tomorrow it's from tomorrow okay yeah well tomorrow would well (laughs) a week from tomorrow in terms of when we're recording this it's right the end of the week from when this episode will release so four days from this episode. okay yeah cool um, but yeah, so I'll give people more of a chance to do that. Um, I saw, I found on, I found a way to actually access our analytics on Spotify finally. Oh, right. Yeah. Um, and I've just been looking through some of it. It's just kind of funny, like to see, um, some of the stuff that's on here. Like the fact that the other day we had two streams in Poland in like the last week. Um, we've had six total streams over oh, like of all time in Austria, which I think is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just pretty cool to see kind of like where some of our listeners are coming from. We're going um, global. There's one listen that just says unknown. I like, like that's hilarious. <laughs> it's an uh, alien. But <laughs> I think my favorite thing that I saw out of all this is on Spotify, you get followers. Unfortunately, we can't see who follows us, but you get followers. And twice, once at the end of January, and then once 
in early September, we lost a follower. <laughs> so Oof. in total, we have 29 followers right now. But Just like on Spotify. In yeah. the middle of January. Yeah, in, in Spotify. In the middle of January, we had 20, and then we dropped to 19, and then we kept going up and up and up. We'd gotten to 29, then one person unfollowed, and then we gained them back. <laughs> Look at that. Thanks for coming <laughs> Look back. At us. Well, back. whether or not it's them, but we gained a follower back, which I think is funny. Well, uh, if it's not you, screw you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Honestly. Um, and I also think curses this is pretty, to your family. This is pretty funny, too, because it makes me just think that it's just us listening to our show because it says artists that they're also listening to. And this is the, the five artists that it gives us. Bo Burnham, Lin-Manuel Miranda, Kanye West, Green Day, and Panic at the Disco. Yeah, I believe it. <laughs> yeah. Which of you guys are listening to Bo Burnham? You? Yeah, probably you. Which one of you is listening to Lin-Manuel Miranda? I've been on a Hamilton kick lately, so probably yeah, me. him, yeah. Okay, good, because I was like, I think those are all of me. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, crap, I'm about to get hit. Yeah, I don't, think I'm, any of, I don't think I'm any of those, so um, I don't use Spotify for my music, so. But yeah, Not some interesting stuff here, which we'll obviously talk about, you know, yeah. on our own. Yeah, um... So yeah, just go check us out at RefundPod. Like we mentioned earlier in the show, our Twitter, we're going to start using a little bit more. You can interact with us on there. Um, our Instagram, of course, at RefundPod. We've always got stuff going on in the stories and the posts and everything like that. So continue to check us out. That'll do it for this week's episode of the I'd Like a Refund podcast. Thank you all so much for joining us. We'll see you next time.